The caracole rushed down a country lane, but the driver pulled their horses to a sudden stop. Emily's nerves accelerated. Would she ever stop shaking? Her fear made her borrowed wool dress itch even more. Her aunt clutched her hand. Courage, ma chérie. Don't. What's happening? The carriage driver spoke to someone, and Emily peeked out the window, wondering with whom he conversed. A man approached in a dark cape and hat, handsome but a stranger, and Emily wasn't sure she trusted strangers any more. Don't, who's he? She asked. I don't know. He opened the door, and Emily cowered in the corner. Did she detect a hint of gunpowder in the air? Come on now, the stranger said. She didn't recognize his accent. We haven't got all night. Who, who are you? The carriage driver appeared behind him, and Emily's heart slipped back where it belonged. Captain Bautram, the carriage driver said, is going to take you to safety, Mademoiselle. Monsieur Richard arranged it. Wary, she hesitated. Do I have to carry you over my shoulder, Miss? Captain Bartram said. His gaze flitted over her. I don't think many would believe you a sack of potatoes, but all right. Emily held out her hand in a halting gesture. Prove to me who you are. His eyes darkened. Your father and I were well acquainted. How hard could he be if he was one of Bear's colleagues? All right, she said and stepped down, then coaxed her aunt to follow. He hustled them to a waiting cart, and when Tante Colette settled, he helped Emily up. However, he didn't make a further move, but stood at the foot of the cart, studying her. Fear gripped her throat. Is something wrong, Monsieur? I don't believe, the man said. We ever discussed payment. What the devil? Her aunt said. My husband said you agreed to take us. He never discussed payments, Monsieur. He smiled at her. Perhaps not, but I won't go anywhere unless. Unless what? Tante's eyes grew wide. And she pulled up her skirt, ripped the hem, and offered him a gemstone bracelet she'd earlier sewn inside. Take it and be damned. No, that won't do. The man laughed a little. I prefer the little miss. Give me a kiss. Was he serious? Now see here, Tante raged. Emily blinked. Kiss him. He was handsome with. Strangely beautiful, dark eyes, pristinely dressed, and debonair, surely a gentleman. And yet, perhaps if they'd met at a dance back home, and after attending a dance or two together, she might, might consider it. But here, now, she didn't know him. He shrugged and turned his back. Suit yourself. Good luck, Medel. If the choice stood between sitting here and facing who knew what horror, and a kiss, Emily took a deep breath. Agreed, she said. She leaned off the end of the cart and gave him the kiss he asked for, quick and demure, on a cheek that hadn't seen a razor in at least two days. 
Can we go now? she asked. His dark eyes studied hers, and something smoldered there she didn't know how to name. Or maybe, right now, she didn't want to know its name. A smile dawned across his face. That will have to do, he said. He held up a length of tarp piled on the cart's floor. Get under here and try not to squirm. Give or take a stop, we should reach the coast with no trouble. Emily pulled the tarp up and folded her aunt's hand in hers. Don't worry, she said. We'll be all right. How can you be sure? How can you trust his word? Emily peeked over, watching him take the carriage driver's place and send him in an opposite direction. I don't know, but who else can we trust? 